you know, we've seen a lot in this past year. And could you just tell me, how exactly do you feel about this generation? This generation is full of misguided leaders. It's adaptable. It's full of deception. Really like prideful and really focus on themselves. I think this generation is at the edge of destruction, but also at the edge of revival. I think this generation is overworked. We're encouraged to work so hard, yet never encouraged to rest to that same extent. I think this generation is creative and ready to show the world who it is. I think this generation is full of so much potential. But I also feel too that we've become so accustomed with the negativity that has been brought in the atmosphere that we are so close to falling off the edge. It's time for greatness. This is Empower. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Empower. I'm your host, Noah. Co-host, Josh. Hey, man, let's get it. I'm excited for what we got today. We got we got an interesting topic today. We really going to have to break this, this one down for This you. one is deep, y'all. This one is deep. I don't know if y'all ready for this one. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, hide your kids, hide your wives. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that deep. No, no, not that deep. Uh, or maybe, I don't know. It depends on how you feel about it. But no, this is something that's kind of just been like on my heart for a minute. I know this has been something that, you know, you said you have personal experience in as well. Uh, we, all of us really kind of have experience with just general like uh, emotions, obviously. We're human. But uh, specifically the distinction between passion and emotion, that's not something that we really talk about a lot. We're going to dive deep into that this episode, kind of explore what that difference is, how we can navigate that, how we can control ourselves, all of that. So, um, you know, without further ado, um, oh, yeah, before I forget, you already know, guys, GP clothes, bro. You guys got to tap into that. I think he just dropped a new hat. So uh, you already know the promo code Empower. Get that 15% off. Go purchase some stuff. You know, you're trying to get drippy out here, and we need your money. Yeah, we, we need college students. We need your money. No, I'm saying, <laughs> but, no, but yeah. you got to look fly. You got especially fly, with right? the new season. The fall season is coming up. Get you some new hoodies. I'm get you a new hat. Come on, bro. You, you can't, bro. Stop. Quit playing with me. At this point, you're just playing with us. Like, go <laughs> go, go cop yourself a hat, man. GP clothes. Use the code Empower right after you watch this. Right after you listen watch to this, whatever you're doing. Whichever one. If you're watching us from YouTube or you're listening to us from Apple Podcasts, or whatever it is, Spotify. Just after this is over. Go cop yourself a hat. Immediately. Immediately. Ex- expeditiously. <laughs> uh, without further ado, man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I have such a, a, an amazing co-host. I have such a You're brilliant amazing host, bro. bro you Good just, looking, amazing oh host. Gosh, don't even get me started, man. This man is intelligent, eloquent. He Stop is, is magnificent. He is all of these things. This man, Joshua Wright. Bro, oh my gosh. You're an inspiration to me, bro. I just want you to know oh, that. You're man. an inspiration. I appreciate you're that, me, bro. bro. All right, let's get let's into, get into it. it. Bro. Let's get into it. Bromance is over. Oh, bromance is over. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I don't even really know how to start this off. I mean, I think for me, well, obviously, my third P of Empower is you know, passion. We are passionate here at mm. Empower because, you know, we, get, we have to care about the things that we talk about. If we were just mindlessly like, you know, bringing up subjects that, like, sure, they can be important, but, like, if we weren't really, like, caring about what we're talking about, it would just be, like, a lecture, and then it would just be, like, at school. We not at school, bro. Like, like, That's the thing, like, school has its own structure, obviously, but as people, we're not books. You know what I'm saying? Like, judge a book by its cover, that saying and everything, but 
even that, it's not talking about us like being easy to read. We're people. We're complex. We have different passions, different desires, different goals. Like last time we were talking about, you know, some things that are going on in, in the black community. But as you and me, as, as African-American males, even though we're the same race, we still have a lot of differences, a lot of different creativities, a lot of different passions. And when it comes to passion, it's the same exact way. It's individualized. Mm-hmm. It's definitely individualized. For sure. You know, it's something that you got to take on a, like a, a case by case basis. And what I came to realize as I started, you know, I was doing season one, I was just like, how do I know, how do I make sure, and how can we make sure here in season two and in the seasons to come that we are being passionate instead of just reacting on emotions? Because some of these topics, man, like some of these topics, they're really heavy. And, you know, especially like you, like you said, like, you know, as black men in America, like, you know, they can really get us going. How do we make sure that we're, you know, talking out of passion and talking out of love and not talking out of like just a spew of emotions or in the spur of the moment, you know? Yeah, I think the main thing is to figure out if you want to differentiate something, and this is not just with passion, this is with anything, you got to know what you're differentiating. You have to know what is passion. A passion is loving something no 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 but really what is passion i think passion is not only loving something and having a strong desire and a strong feeling towards something but it's a lifestyle it is living that thing mm. it is being willing to sacrifice for that thing even when that thing or whatever it is the thing can be a goal a dream whatever you're passionate about it can be something um or even when things get hard you're still pursuing it because mm. you love that Versus being emotional, which is just feeling something in a moment, and then that moment goes away, and then that feeling goes away. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, because you know, we can be having conversations with people, like even even in this like conversation right here. Like, you know, we have to make sure that like if we were to disagree about something, then we can like we have to contain ourselves and make sure like we're having an intelligent conversation, not just a cat fight like you usually see on the podiums in politics. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like even in our everyday lifestyles, like we're not going to agree with everyone that we come across with, especially in college, man, like professors or just some classmates, like whatever it is, like there's going to be like these little debates happening or whatever. Like you have to be prepared for that sort of stuff to, you know, maintain your cool walk with the passion of love because i mean you kind of already started breaking it down like emotions are temporary they're in the spur of the moment the Mm -hmm. passion is a lifestyle and so the things that you're talking about the things that matter to you you have to like live that out you have to make sure that you know it's not just like something that you're feeling in the spur of the moment you wanted it just like oh well you're wrong because this this and this and you just start attacking people like no you don't want to get into that we will talk about certain things. We can talk about the racial injustices happening in this in this country. We we can't talk about it. Us as host of this thing, we can't approach those conversations uh, just like right after like seeing like a lynch happening or something because we're gonna be riled up because obviously that sort of stuff you know matters to us. We need to take a step back, really think about what we just you know saw, analyze it, and then because we're passionate about you know like social injustice. Then we're going to talk about how that makes us feel and have a healthy conversation about our emotions. And then because we're passionate about it, then we approach it and then we start speaking about it on like, you know, this podcast, this platform. Oh, absolutely. You mean you hit that right on the nose. So basically, you know, obviously, you know, being there's being too emotional and, you know, the emotion just goes away. We're going to get into that. But being is definitely just as bad of a problem to be 
so passionate that you become overly emotional. And like the idea, you know, if we are talking about um, the issues in the black community and those type of social issues, and then, you know, God forbid we see something as horrible as a lynching, it may not be the best decision to get on live TV and start talking about the situation just because you're emotional. And even though the passion is there, the passion didn't go away. The emotions can overtake because emotions are not a bad thing but when they are too extreme or not as extreme Mm. it can turn into a problem and that's a lot of times what we see when we get into these horrible arguments and debates with people um that have different passions as us because we just immediately start dogging them and we immediately just start you know bickering at them and you know we talked about politics how there is like there's sides you know on both sides or things on both sides that make sense, but they are not willing to come together to mm. listen because one is very passionate about one thing, the other is very passionate about another thing, but they're not willing, you know, hey, you're different. We're all different people regardless, but you have a different viewpoint, I have a different viewpoint. Let's just sit down and let's talk about it in a civilized mm. manner because at the end of the day, we're people. We shouldn't be talking to each other like dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like We should have respect whether we agree or disagree just like you were saying a few moments ago we can have a civil disagreement Mm. and still be brothers in christ still be friends you know what i'm saying friendships and relationships do not have to end just because we disagree but a lot of that spurs from two different passions and we just don't know how to control our emotions absolutely and i'm gonna say something that's like not even really like in our little outline that we have here but like what you while you were talking it just kind of got me thinking like that like it's normal for us to feel heavy emotions like it's in our human nature like you know at funerals you see people like you know obviously you're gonna see people cry but like if you at least the funerals i've been to like you'll see people like just like running around like screaming like try to hop in the coffin with the person because they love them so much and it like they're feeling heavy a heavy burden a heavy like emotion that's normal like that's in our human nature and i know that's normal because like why do you think reaction videos on youtube are a thing like we like to see the in the moment like oh my gosh like bro like the spider-man reaction trailers like don't uh, get me started on that, bro. Come bro, on, bro. I'm not going to spoil anything from the trailer if you haven't seen it yet. But if you haven't seen it yet, that's kind of your own fault. What but are you like, doing? Like, what are you doing, bro? But like, bro, I, like I already, I haven't even watched any like reaction videos from people. Actually, that's a lie. I did watch. <laughs> I capped. I capped. But no, like, I just, bro, just think about all the reaction videos that are on YouTube right now. Go look one up after this. Like, after you, you know, listen to this and then get a hat from, you know, it. but like, but yeah, go, bro, look, go look up a reaction video for some that you like like the spider-man trailer or whatever it is you will see how livid people will get how crazy people will just get because like oh my gosh this just happened this just happened this just, like bro like it's just everybody is just like you know reacting because they're feeling a strong sense of emotion in that moment it's normal for us to feel that way because that's just our human nature but we also have to learn how to control it. and that's why i think you know reaction videos to some degree they're like a healthy little outlet because people like knowing like, hey, the way that I feel, it's normal. You don't, you're not supposed to suppress that. You're supposed to release that. But when it comes to like certain things, like, you know, heavy conversations, heavy, heavy topics like this, sometimes it's better to release that in private rather than go public. If it's for something stupid, like a movie or whatever, like, sure, whatever. But like, if this is dealing with death, injustice, sometimes you have to like release those heavy emotions 
either by yourself, bring it to God or bring it to a friend, uh, bring it to a close family member, someone that you can trust to truly be able to get that off. If you ever been broken up with, bro, you got to let that out, man. But what's not good is to go posting all over social media and be like, oh, man, forget that person, this, this and that. Like, that's not a healthy thing to do. You have to let those emotions out, but you have to control it. So I have a question for you based off of that. Um, So how do we bring that balance? How do we bring the balance of being passionate but not stepping the line and being too emotional? Because, like, you get perfect example, you know, games, sports. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a I'm a big fan of a lot of things. I love Marvel movies. I'm a big wrestling fan. WWE, AEW, don't judge. Um, I'm, I'm a big sports guy. And, like, when I react, it's the craziest reaction possible. Those are okay moments. But when it's time to talk about more serious matters, how do we balance that balance of being too emotional and you know yelling out and lashing out versus being passionate still with some emotion with the passion but it's contained and balanced i think the best thing for that and that's a great question by the way i think the best thing for that is just having a stable sound community that you trust because i know that you know when a relationship of mine that like meant the world to me ended and like you know things that just happened the very first thing that I did was call up one of my closest friends. And he actually was like on a date at that time, which I didn't even realize that. And I felt bad. I, I was fr- I'm friends with both of them. But they literally like cut their date short and they came over to my apartment. Wow. And wow. they straight up just like were just speaking life into me. The very first thing I did was contact my community. I could have easily have like hopped on IG live and just like, bro, like just spread like, bro, did you hear what she did? Or like all this sort of stuff. I could have done that. And, and I'll be completely honest with you. Even with that, I still kind of end up did like throwing a little bit of shade on like social media and stuff. It was something that just like really hurt me. Like that's, you know, like an area that I had to fix with myself because I'm just like, hey, like that's not going to solve anything. But what really did help from me going overboard with all of that and start like bringing out names and all that sort of stuff was the fact that I had a stable community, a loving community that was there to just like hear me rant. Like, it's okay for you to get those things out there. It's okay for you. Like, if you're going through pain, if you're going through hurt, whatever it is, like, it's okay to, like, let that stuff out. But let it out in front of, like, you know, some some friends in a close, intimate setting. Not everything is meant to have a grand audience for. I'm not going to tell you guys about my personal life, you know, on this sort of platform. Because that would be wrong. I'll, I'll give you little glimpses because those are things that I've already had time to, you know, like internalize exactly process internalize evaluate and you know now i feel comfortable being able to give you insight on how to handle things like that but my first reaction can't come on something like this you know that that is so good man that's so good um like hit it on the nose again bro like (laughs) when it comes to being passionate and overreacting this just came to me it's actually natural you know what I'm saying Absolutely, it is natural but it becomes a problem when you let that natural aspect get out of control just Mm. like anything else in life you know what I'm saying or just like a natural disaster literally it's a natural disaster literally literally (laughs) it's supposed to do that it's meant to do that but it can also devastate when it gets out of hand lava I mean uh, volcanoes are meant to make lava and magma but when you have an eruption you have Pompeii absolutely (laughs) no you know absolutely man that's crazy it's crazy and you know like it's just, that's so important. I'm just piggybacking off of what you said. It's so important to have a community of people. What happens when you don't have a community of people, mm-hmm. that's when it can lead to 
being over emotional and that leads to numbness. And I'll tell you a little bit about my ex. Um, so, uh, it was a lot, it was a whole, a whole situation, a whole big situation. Please don't get involved in relationships unless you hear it from God. Just <laughs> listen to him, Absolutely. get counseling from people. I'm not even talking about marriage. I'm just talking about relationships, please. But, um, basically long story short, at the end of the relationship, a lot of things happened and I broke up with her. And I broke up with her. I was very passionate about the breakup. I knew what I wanted, but I let things get out of hand because after I broke up with her, um, I blocked her on everything. Mm. Everything possible cut all lines of communication off, period. You know mm. what I'm saying? And um, the problem with that is that I didn't go posting on social media. I didn't go tagging people like, oh, this, this, and that. And I, I did gossip a little bit to my family. My mom and dad have heard the story a million times. Got to be real with yourself. Yeah, Got to be real with yourself. I'm, I'm just being real with y'all. But I didn't. I didn't publicly try to embarrass her or anybody else. Mm. But what I didn't do was address those emotions. Mm. I didn't address them, and I suppressed the emotions. Mm. I was over emotional, but I was numb to mm. it. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to get into oh, that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I was <laughs> numb to it and to me it affected me in a way where when I first when we first got together, she filled an insecurity in me that I never thought would be filled. And I thought that it was I, I needed to fill it with God, but I didn't know to do that. And I filled it with her. After I broke up with her though, I wasn't real with myself in that area. And so I started to get into other relationships and I'm not going to get too far into it because we might have an episode on relationships coming up. Ah, but I'm not going to say that. Um, but basically, um, the point, long story short, the point is, is that I was passionate and over emotional and it led to numbness because we're going to get into the next thing where this may sound crazy, but being over emotional and being numb are one and the same thing. Absolutely. They are just represented in different ways. Absolutely. We're going to explain that in a little bit, but it's funny because you were talking about your ex. Like, I kind of want to like give my own little uh, story, uh, not about that same one I was talking about previously, but about different uh, person. I don't even know if I can really consider an ex because it was more like a situation shit, but that's a whole other thing. We're going to talk about, you know, we don't talk about relationships, but you know, um, but no, I had uh, this thing where I was, uh, I was talking to this one girl for, a little bit if i gave the whole context of this whole situation shit bro it would just be terrible yeah but yeah main, the main thing i want to focus on is just like we came to a point we were actually doing you know pretty good we had like our issues kind of like a rough beginning but then we're just like oh okay like we figured everything out we're good we thought we were good at least um because it got to a point well you know it's 2020 and you know besides you know the whole pandemic and all that sort of stuff what was another really big thing from 2020 election year you mm -hmm. know so um we're not political here at empower mm -hmm. but i will say that that whole experience made me realize that politics aren't necessarily an important part of a relationship but they are something that shouldn't be ignored and you know should at least be like somewhat addressed so that way you can both kind of feel you don't necessarily even have to be on the same page with everything but as long as you two can understand each other then i feel like that's okay for like a healthy relationship the problem was 
she didn't understand me. I was about to say we didn't understand each other, but no, that's Cap. Like, I understood everything that she was saying, yeah. all of her beliefs, yeah. everything that, you know, like, she wanted to support and vote for. Me, I was just like, I feel like God's putting something on my heart, kind of aligning with what you're saying, but I feel like we need to go about it in a different way. It's like, obviously, spiritually, like, we had the same values. We have to, or else we wouldn't be equally yoked. But I thought, like, the way God was speaking to me, I'm just like, I think the better way to carry this out would be go this route. She was thinking this route. But I was like, if you if you vote for this person, that is absolutely okay. I'll support you in, in your decision. You know, I just asked that you, at the time, actually, at the time, bro, I didn't even want to vote. <laughs> that's that's how torn I was because I was just like, I'm seeing so many different things. And I was just like, bro, like, I don't feel like I can make it a decision about this because, like, the way God is speaking to me, there's not even an outlet for that on this ballot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a whole other thing. But so at the time, my decision was like, oh, I'm just not going to vote, you know? And yes, I know that, like, our ancestors, like, they fought for that right, but they really fought for the right to choose. Now, I do believe that it's important to vote, though, and that's why I ultimately did end up voting in this past election. Um, but you should also end up voting at your local elections. You see, I'm getting into a rabbit trail. Let me stop. The point it's was, good stuff, man. it's good stuff. But the point was, that was my decision. And she did not respect that at all. She was angry, bro, at me for that. And so it ended up to the point where like, right around that time is when this pandemic started. And then because of the way things were kind of just with her family and stuff, we weren't allowed to text. So I literally couldn't talk to her. So I couldn't talk to her in the midst of her being mad at me. And it was just like, that sucks. Bro. It, it, it was a terrible thing, bro. And and so eventually, you know, when I was able to see her again, I was just like, bro, like I, got, I had to break it off because I was just like, you, you know, were angry at me. You couldn't even sympathize with me. You couldn't even understand like where I was coming from, you know, and and. She kind of had a point where she was like, I, I do, but she really didn't because like she still was just like, I don't even know if I like want to, you know, be with you if, you know, you're thinking about just like not completely like following what I'm doing. I'm like, wow, like just because I have like my own convictions and a whole all this other stuff, I'm just like, wow, you, you couldn't understand. So it's like it got to a point where, you know, I feel like her passion turned into just being overly emotional. I, I felt like at that point, because we were both obviously passionate about the things that we believe in, the things that we thought we should carry out um, in our in in voting or not voting. But it got to a point where, you know, like I was being loving, I was being understanding. But because of her strong emotions connected to that passion, she just couldn't understand me and she couldn't like sympathize with how I was feeling. And so ultimately that led to the demise of the relationship. So, you know, that's that's literally or situationship. My situationship, situationship relationships. relationships. It's all the same. <laughs> I don't know. But basically, that's a perfect example of passion leading, going over, not passion going overboard, but the emotion in the passion going overboard. Yeah, because you're always going to have emotions attached to a passion. If you feel strongly about something, it's because you have an emotional attachment to it. See, and that's natural. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's natural to have an emotion attached to passion. But the problem is when that gets out of hand. Now, there, there are some things like we just need to be real with each other. Yeah. We have to be real in the sense of this is where you're at. This is where I'm at. Whatever the relationship is, whatever the friendship is, this is where we are. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Well, let's talk it through. Let's use this passion that we have and try to get each other to understand the topics. Because the truth of the matter is, if you're the type of person that 
will only talk to people that agree with exactly what you say. You're living in a very unrealistic world because we're built Trash. differently. Mm-hmm. If you want that, you might as well want everybody to look the same, act the same, talk the same. Life would not be life if we all had the same beliefs. And There's you're a clearly reason. not intelligent if you only surround yourself with people who agree with you because you're not looking to learn. Yeah, the smartest absolutely. person in the room learns the least. What? Wow. I, I actually heard Say that, that again from the people. Bro, in the, the, back. the smartest person in the room learns the least. I actually heard that in another podcast I was listening to. But wow, but that, it's real though. And you know, I think there are definitely some things where you have two completely different passions, and it's one of those things where sometimes it doesn't work out. A perfect example: the thing that comes to my mind are, you know, um, re- deep bonding relationships between believers and unbelievers you know what i'm saying both passionate let's say you have an atheist and a christian on one side and um they're both passionate about what they believe in but in a way if they are really passionate about what they believe in they won't necessarily develop that close 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 bond because it's like i understand where you're coming from and you understand where i'm coming from but based off of my beliefs and based off of this i can't i can't do that with you we can minister to each other, we can talk, but I can't fellowship to the extent of becoming bonded. You know what I'm saying? There are certain situations, unfortunately, where your passions are so different that you can't necessarily, you know, fix it. But at the same time, even in situations like that, it's just being respectful about it. Mm-hmm. It's just being um just acknowledging that there are two different passions and that we are different as people. You know what I'm saying? I think that if you learn how to navigate your passion, what you love in the correct way, you can make that relationship with unbelief. Like if you're a believer and you have like a, not like a, you know, a dating relationship, cause you know, obviously like on a glee open and all that. But you know, as far as friendships go, like you can make that sort of thing work because I mean, I'll, I'll tell you like my, my best friend, like she's, she's an unbeliever. You know, and and like we we talked about like our different perspectives on things, and like at the end of the day, like we we understand. Like I understand why you believe what you believe. She understands why I believe what I believe. And like obviously, there is a disconnect because like she isn't really heavily, well, not really involved at all in like you know the stuff that I do at church because that's a big part of my life. You know, performing, fine arts, drama, all that sort of stuff. She isn't really attached to all that. She knows that that's stuff that I do, and she's happy that I'm happy. But like. I can't really talk to her too much about that sort of thing. So there is a big chunk of my life that she's missing, unfortunately. Absolutely. And see, that's that's an example of two passionate people that that's a perfect example of passion being used the right way. Yeah. You know but, what I'm but, it, but, it, but on the flip side, though, even though she's missing that chunk, the other chunk of my life, though, you know, because like, yes, I'm Christian, but like, I also have like, I go to college, you know, I, I do other stuff, you know, so like stuff outside of, you know, well, I don't want to even say outside because everything in my life, you know, revolves around my love for God. But, you know, stuff out that doesn't specifically involve me going to church and doing things at church. She's heavily involved in it. Like we're able to talk, we're able to relate. And it's such a good vibe. And like she understands me in a way, honestly, not a lot of other people do. And so I really appreciate my friendship with her. Um and and so that's like one way that you really have to be able to know like okay like hey i can handle my beliefs i can handle my passions in a way that's respectful of not just myself but like with other people i can have those types of relationships and and one thing that i definitely want to highlight before we close out is just 
there's a big problem, you know, specifically, let me talk to the black community real quick. There is a big problem with how we handle our emotions a lot of times, because what we can do is when we talk about this, there's like three ways that we can react. And one of those ways is like, we'll take the trauma that's obviously been put in our people and we'll speak out and we'll lash out, say all these words, but we won't do anything about it. Mm. And this isn't all of us. This is just like, you know, I'm, I'm speaking to different groups, specifically in the black, in the black community. We can do that. The second thing is, you know, we can feel all these emotions and then we start ending up having the attitude and the actions in the same way as our oppressors and our offenders did. We'll end up being so passionate, so overly emotional about, and and, and don't get me wrong, obviously the trauma that we've experienced as a people, like it's justified to like be angry. But when we start letting those emotions start dictating our actions and then we start acting in the way of our offenders and then that's not the right way to go about it. Mm -hmm. But the last thing that I really want to highlight and then we can talk a little bit on that is just we what we can do is we'll take the trauma, we'll take the pain, take all that emotion and we'll just become numb to it. And, and, and we'll just completely ignore our mental health. It, mental health it being ignored is a huge issue in the black community. And, you know, we talk about those things, but it's like we got to figure out different ways to truly be able to make change. Because I know for me and for a lot of other people out there in this community, it's like we can go to our parents sometimes and be like, hey, like, I'm feeling this sort of way. Like, I think I'm depressed, you know, it's like, can we talk? There's like, they'll, they'll give you an answer like, oh, it's because you're always on that phone or whatever. Or like, not to be funny or whatever, but like, that's that's real, though. It's like, oh, it's because you did this, this and this and this and just like completely dismissing the fact that we might actually be going through something. And, you know, just like not even caring about the fact that like we could be like, well, this is going through something. And then they become numb to our pain, which causes us to therefore become numb to our pain as well. So it's like, how, like, what do we do about that? You know? Okay. So I, th- I think the, the number one way to handle it is to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. It's to acknowledge that there is a problem. It's to acknowledge that, unfortunately, you know, as, as a people, there is, there is oppression. Every race has different struggles, but specifically for this struggle that we're talking about, there is oppression. Um, And it's just acknowledging that that's real, um, acknowledging that that is a thing, acknowledging that there is over 400 years of that type of history, unfortunately, and that the the even more unfortunate part of the situation is that it's still still going on today, just in a different form. Um, Some may say even a worse form. but it's also to just be be realistic and don't let your emotions cloud your judgment so much that you start to see things in a very unrealistic light. Um, I remember I, I saw this one this one YouTube video um, a while back, and I can't exactly remember her name, but she's a she's a famous YouTuber. Nobody that I know personally or anything. She's famous, been around for years, and she literally she had this video. Um, very disgusting, honestly. And, and the, basically, the title of the video was All White People Are Racist. No matter who you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what your beliefs is, if you're born white, you're racist. And it's okay, just acknowledge that. And it's like, because the video started off with her passion for the social issues. And then she said that. And it's just like, wow, you went way overboard. Yeah. The way This is the way I see it. I remember I used to journal. Well, I still journal. Um, God led me to a season where he just wanted me to write out my thoughts. And part of the thing that he had me write out was literally this. I can't remember it word for word, but it's like, um, white people are not racist. Black people are not thugs. 
um, a few other stereotypes of people that like Asian people are not smart, this and that. I mean, they can be. I'm coming to you. <laughs> like, basically, it was instead of white people are not racist, it's like people are racist. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, people are thugs. The people are smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And it was that analogy where he was trying to show me there are not all black people are thugs. Just like not all white people are racist. You know what I'm saying? And it was one of those, it was one of those situations he was showing me. There are people in every category for every situation. For sure. There's a black racist just like there's a white racist. There's a white thug just like there's a black thug. You know what I'm saying? And he was just telling me and he was showing me that it's in people. It's not in an entire race. You know what I'm saying? If, If as a black community, we start looking at other races, specifically like the white race, and we start looking at that culture like okay everybody is racist you're just as bad as what you're talking about yeah we don't want to react in that sort of way and we don't want to become numb to it either because like just because like just like we've experienced different types of oppression over the years we've also like had different reactions with our emotions you know it went from you know being like so upset over like our trauma like because of being oppressed to becoming numb to like uh to how we feel to becoming numb just in our everyday lives like with Mm -hmm. depression and all that and so it's like we have to take things like what you said and we have to like really just evaluate like how are we going about dealing with our hurt how are we going about dealing with our pain because it's okay to 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 be passionate about something it's okay to like genuinely like want to see change but like we have to make sure that we don't become like our oppressors or we don't become like our offenders and we have to make sure that we don't just you know sweep our feelings under the rug either we have to have healthy communication we have to have deliberate you know uh conversations and just you know genuine ways to truly be able to process how we feel so that way we can come across and we can have conversations that are intentional and pure and loving rather than just spewing hatred at each other or just ignoring it so absolutely man yeah man this is a this is a good one man this is a lot um, it, was, I, it was a heavy topic yeah. it was definitely it was a heavy topic i sure. almost don't even want to end this because i feel like we were kind of just like really getting into some good stuff mm-hmm. but hey like like i said patreon we're gonna make that soon <laughs> so, yes, sir. so um man if you guys want to hear more of us more of us talking about this if you like we you feel like we need to make a part two like let us know and we will i feel like these first three episodes definitely kind of feel like the introduction to this series so um you know i'm glad that you made it this far there's plenty more where that came from we love you guys we appreciate you we'll see y'all next time love y'all we hope you enjoyed the latest episode of empower thank you so much for tuning in your support means the world to us A few quick reminders, make sure you hit that like button and turn on those post notifications if you haven't already. And if you haven't subscribed to us, I don't know what you're doing. Speaking of which, are you one of those people who'd rather watch than listen? We now have an Empower YouTube channel where you can watch the conversation between your hosts before your very own eyes. You definitely want to check that out. Lastly, don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search up the Empower podcast and you'll be sure to find us. Love you guys.